0: I'm a part time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 216. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Today we got Cody and Matt from the Columbus based metal band Faith in Failure. Uh, they originally got going back in 2018, it sounds like, and they got a new single out now. It's called Hero Part 2, and I featured it on this episode, as well as their hit song Sleepless. Um, if you like either of them, you can definitely check them out, or every stream music, uh, I'd say they sound pretty similar to All That Remains and uh, Breaking Benjamin and stuff like that. Um, in our conversation, we talked a lot about the Ohio music scene and where the guys have been playing, as well as uh, their background in music, um, it sounds like... Uh, They teach, and then uh, we also uh, talked about some of the stories behind the songs and the lyrics, so uh, definitely look out for them, uh, continuing to release music, and of course they're up on all the socials, so you can give them a follow, but uh, yeah, regardless of where you're listening from, whether you're listening in from Ohio or uh, here in Maryland, uh, thanks for supporting local art, local music, and uh, all that stuff, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you want to help out the podcast, you can certainly drop a rating or a follow wherever you're streaming it. That definitely helps. Uh, yeah, other than that, and uh, personal news and notes, uh, I'll be at Idiom Brewing twice this weekend, which is at Frederick Hill in Western Maryland, uh, Idiom Brewing. Uh, that'll be Friday night as a band, and then uh, Sunday Acoustic, and then we'll be at the casino on Saturday night uh Mills Casino in the Smoking Lounge. But, uh, yeah, only other things I usually mention is uh, podcast merch is available on Shopify. Uh, It's in the episode description if you're looking for a shirt. Uh, Part-time Rockstar Productions is going. If you're looking for a music video or any kind of video content around the DMV, you can definitely hook that up. And then the sponsor of the show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop, based in Laurel, Maryland, where I take all my guitars. Uh, Stephen's best luthier in town. And, uh, yeah. Without too much further ado, we'll get to the episode with Faith in Failure. podcast I started, um, I don't know, maybe three years ago, something like that, over uh, in the Baltimore area, kind of D.C., Baltimore area, so just something I've been running. You know, it's got kind of to help, uh, help everybody out around here, and I just started branching out a little bit, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, thank you for reaching out to us. Yeah,
0: thank you. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you guys seem like you're pretty legit as far as, you know, taking your stuff seriously and, and kind of doing the <laughs> whole thing. We try thing. to be. I look as
2: professional as we can.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you look a little bit more. Maybe it's just because you're metal, but I feel like you guys have at least the facade of professionalism. So that's (laughs) good. If
1: it works, it works.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you guys are uh, Columbus? Is that where you are? Okay. That's cool. I um, probably haven't heard of uh, a band called Wake Magnolia, but um, they're friends of mine now. And I've been—they're not necessarily metal, they're probably—but mm-hmm. they—they are like a, they are pretty hard rock. So I don't know. Oh, nice. Um.
1: Yeah, so that's not ringing a bell.
0: No. So I've we heard were supposed of to Magnolia Heart but I haven't heard of them. Okay. Yeah, we were supposed to play a show with them, either in Akron or Athens or somewhere this weekend, but the venue like closed or something. So. Huh.
1: Oh, say Athens is where um, Ohio University is. I always get the two I confused. Know.
0: I know that they are opposite ends of the state, right? Okay, like,
1: yeah, because Akron's, like, uh, you know, obviously up uh, probably, what, an hour south now? Maybe less than an hour south of Cleveland, and Athens is, like, an hour and a half south of Columbus.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, so kind of on that subject, I figured I'd just see, like, what the scene is like, obviously, you know, in your guys' neck of the woods up in... yeah. Uh, in Columbus, and I'm assuming you're playing around there, but then probably out and about a little further as well. I would think so. Figure just kind of start with that.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, Columbus is—it's a pretty good scene. Like, I think a lot of stuff sort of suffered, you know, with all the COVID stuff in 2020, and um, I think it was a little slower to kind of like fully get back to where it was. Yeah. But I would say as of like last year. Definitely was. So, you know, we've played pretty much everywhere in Columbus we've wanted to that haven't been like you know, the big the big places like Nationwide Arena and stuff like that. Um and then but our our big focus now is turned to just being more of a regional band. So, you know, we've gone out this year, like we've played up in Cleveland, which we're going back to later this year. We've played mm. in Pittsburgh. Um we are We play down Cincinnati. We are going to West Virginia. Um, And, uh, you know, we've got some other things in the works with our manager where we're looking at, like, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Chicago, Buffalo, you know, just kind of getting wherever. We're in a nice spot because Columbus, you know, you can have a reasonable drive and make it to so many, uh, you know, big big cities. And, you know, so it's not like – being out maybe like in the in the western part of the country where if you live in like Arizona, you know, you're kinda you're kinda screwed because there's not a lot of big cities in a close area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it looks like you could make it to, you know, Detroit or Indy or Cincy or something like that. Pretty much right in the middle of everything really. Yeah. Do you find that there's one city in particular? I mean I've I have heard a lot of good things about Columbus, although it's usually from more of the, the reggae rockers that I know. But um seems like it's hopping for music. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird because, like, I think Columbus, when compared to Cincinnati and, and Cleveland, at least as far as, like like, touring bands go, I feel like those two always took preference. Like, Columbus, we have Sonic Temple, you know, which used to be Rock on the Range. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like as far as most of the the rock and metal stuff, like you didn't get as much as you would think you would. But um, there's a there's a new venue that we love. You know, we always talk about. It's called the King of Clubs, and it opened in 2020 actually. And they've kind of taken over as like spearheading. Getting a lot more metal bands and stuff like there. They do a little bit of everything. Like they'll do comedy shows there and stuff. But it's a a super legit venue, like maybe 900 cap. You know, they um, get a lot of national touring bands through there too. Yeah, yeah, we're going back there this this weekend actually. But we've played with like Blackstone Cherry there, and we've played with Red um, there as well. But they get, I mean, all kinds of stuff. You know, all the remains has come through and. We've Came as Romans, Miss May I I mean uh, Black Dahlia Murders been there I think twice Recently So they're doing a really good job when it comes to a lot of That stuff
0: uh, That's cool that you guys are already kind of opening up For uh, for those names And stuff like that I um, uh, was checking out like uh, Obviously your catalog and, and all that stuff It seems like your sound has definitely Matured since the olden days Not that the olden <laughs> days were that That long ago <laughs> but um certainly added a little bit more polish as you moved along and uh, I mean I feel like in particular I guess the hit right now is sleepless right
1: yeah it's it's uh it's one of our older songs but it's definitely since its release has been our most popular one it seems like yeah you know as far as streaming and stuff is concerned so um yeah yeah it's a phone that was actually the first song we did with uh, our vocalist chat now that we have. I was wondering uh, if you
0: changed or not because I know from the music videos it looked like maybe you did change. but <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, our first guy was, his name is Sergio, and he was really like um, instrumental in sort of helping us kind of get everything going. Yeah. And we recorded like our first four songs we recorded with him. The first two we did, we did with a different producer. And then, um, the hero and vampire we did also with Sergio, but we did with, um, a, a guy by the name of Nick Ingram, who's yeah. a producer here in Columbus. And, um, we did those with him and really liked working with him. So we've been with him ever since. But, yeah. uh, yeah, it's been, it's been cool. Sergio was really very helpful with us. And, uh, you know, we knew that he was leaving cause he was going to school and, um, so he just stayed you know, with us as long as it could, helped us get a lot of stuff, and then we found Chad, who's been our vocalist since then.
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think you have a pretty commercial sound overall, like more so than I was probably expecting, because, I mean, it almost has like a like a Breaking Benjamin type of feel when you're not uh, screaming, you, know, you know what I mean?
2: We've heard that in Ice Nine and Avenged Sevenfold and a yeah. handful of other bands,
0: yeah. No, nah, it's not a bad thing. One of my best she loved Breaking Breaking Benjamin. Like, they got some solid, solid hit songs, man. I'm a big song, I think, very successful. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) good
1: to be compared to successfully doing something right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, are there any other bands you feel like you're pulling from, like inspiration wise? Uh, I mean,
2: I think that we all the, the cool thing is, is we all individually, I mean. We all like very similar music but we all pull inspiration from different artists and different bands um and i think if you really kind of pick apart like the different instruments like the drums guitars vocals bass all that like you'll hear some influences and some things that again we've all pulled from individual uh favorites of ours so i mean like i'm myself like i pull i pull from like justin chancellor of tool and ryan martini and Eddie Jackson of Queensryche and I mean just a little bit of everything yeah I know Cole pulls from same thing Avenged Sevenfold, Breaking Benjamin I mean really just about everything we can think of
1: yeah for me like I being the primary songwriter as far as the music is concerned um, you know my biggest influence is Avenged Sevenfold which I think you could pick almost any one of our songs and hear that influence yeah. But um, I'm also a big fan of, like, Bull- my Valentine, um, yeah. Black Veil Brides, The Human Abstracts, uh, you know, uh, Killswitch Engage, Ice Kills, a lot of that stuff. I My bread and butter, as far as my musical love, is, like, that 2000s to, like, early 2010s metalcore. Mm. And so yeah. a lot of those bands, you know, I just like to pull from. But at the end of the day, you know, for me, Avenged Sevenfold sits on top of the hill. And I've always admired, like, how they how they can be heavy and melodic and catchy at the same time, but then they can also throw caution to the wind and write really kind of cool off-the-wall stuff, and it still sounds like them and yeah. sounds good. And so I try to bring those elements to what we're doing, um, you know, as often as I can. And I think the last couple of songs that we've released really kind of show you know that we just do pretty much whatever that we're feeling and yet we can still make it sound like us
0: yeah who's your uh, favorite guitar player or players sinister Sinister, yeah Yeah, Yeah. i
1: discovered them back in 2004 and um, i had been listening to like rock and metal you know growing up because of uh, my parents but i was real little like i discovered punk music when i was like maybe 10 but um But like discovering them for the first time in 2004 was like, I didn't realize at the time, but it like really changed a lot of stuff in my life because like it got me like solidified me as like a metal fan. It got me to want to play guitar, which I went to music school and now like I'm a, I'm a career musician. Like I teach privately full time. I write, I perform, I record, you know, I do a lot of stuff. So, I owe a lot of that to them. So, for for me, you know, I know Zach doesn't seem to get, like, as much credit as Sin does, but, you know, if I had to pick one, it would be him. But just the two of them together, I think they're just, they're so phenomenal, and they're always, like, getting better over time.
0: Yeah, it's cool. So, I guess you're probably the maestro of the band, then, more or less, the theory guy, the guy who's writing everything, or is that not true at all? Yeah,
3: I mean,
1: pretty much. I mean, like, you know, like, Matt, for example, he writes his bass parts, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and our vocalist Chad, like he does all the vocals and everything. But as far as like
0: arrangements, you know, and all stuff. the
1: guitar stuff, yeah, all the extra stuff, the string arrangements, the pianos, the song structures, yeah. like that's me. Even with the drums, like, um, as we've uh, played with, you know, uh, or some different drummers. Like when I write something, I'll write with drums. You, you know, I'll go through like superior drummer going and you know recording in Logic, and um, yeah. so when I when I give everybody like a full demo, like the drums are there. So the drums are kind of like a back and forth thing cause I'm not a drummer, but. Right. So I'll give it to our drummer and say like, this is what I'm thinking, you know, like what do you think as an actual drummer? And then right. if there's something specific that I really like that might like work really well with a riff or something, I'll say, hey, like this part, let's keep that how it is. But like everything else, you know, give me your take. And then we just kind of go back and forth so the drums are are very much a you know a fifty fifty kind of a process, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's fun. I just had a lot of stuff. I've been writing for this band for a very long time, so we've
0: always had a good back
1: catalog of things to pull from and and yeah. whatnot. So
0: this band was kind of was it born as your baby first, or was it mutually yeah. between the two of you that you uh, you guys created this? Matt,
1: well, Matt was the first one who came on board. Um, okay. but the, there was just an idea i I'd, I'd been in cover bands for a little while after music school and i just wanted to like write and perform but yeah i wanted to do like the music that i always wanted to to do and with a lot of the cover bands like especially in the area i was living at the time there was a lot of like 90s 80s stuff yeah the normal know. um which shit. i loved but like wasn't what i wanted to do you know and um tried to go out to California to make the band happen and it didn't work. Um, so when I had come back to Cal or come back to Ohio, I called Matt and I was like, Hey, let's do this. Cause you know, like I mentioned earlier, like him and I, we've known each other since the sixth grade and we yeah. had tried to play in some bands a little bit after high school, but like I moved away for college. And mm. uh, so this was like our first chance to like actually do this. And so, yeah, he was the first one to come on board. So you know he's he's second in command as far as the tenure yeah. is concerned.
0: <laughs> OG, can't tell if he's still on this phone call or not. But um... yeah, I
1: don't know, Matt. What? You there?
0: All right, he's back. Is it? You there, Matt? Yeah, I was
1: here the whole time. I heard everything. Oh, well, okay. We were we were asking if you were there, and we didn't hear
0: anything.
2: Yeah, no, I heard you, and I was like, I'm here, guys. And they were like, well, I'm gonna invite him. I'm like, you can't invite me. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh-huh. There's lost I don't know. signal or something. Whatever, um, but yeah where wanna, in california did you go by the way when you went uh,
1: to los angeles i okay. stayed with a friend who lived in uh uh lake forest so uh yeah. orange county just just below like irvine and um the goal was to like move into like long beach and um it wasn't but obviously you know it's very expensive out there yeah. and uh I had moved out there with. Uh, I had saved up a, a good chunk of money, but you know we kind of blow through it pretty quickly. I had job interviews and stuff, but like it was just one of those fork in the road moments where it's like I could have stayed out there, and um, and more than likely made it work. But on the off chance that like you know I needed to get home or something, I was gonna be kind of screwed. So yeah. it was like I could I could come back home. The original plan was to come back to Ohio, and then try it again later but um i had just ended up just going to columbus and, and got a teaching job that i really like and i was like you know what we'll just do the band here you know and yeah. it's worked
0: out yeah i feel like these days i don't i don't know how much it matters to live in the big town or not it's yeah to tell.
2: If anything, i feel like it'd make it more difficult because everybody wants to go there yeah you kind of get lost
0: yeah i mean i
1: mean my oh good
0: yeah, I think it's probably important, especially as a younger person, if you're going to do it, to try it, just for the adventure. Right. And then also, like, the culture immersion, especially, like, musically, because a lot of bands have blown up just because they've, like, kind of, you know, their sound has become just a part of whatever that scene was, and that really, like, and helps things. them, you know, blow up. Right. But, like, outside of that, as far as, like, the actual practicality of doing a band... I feel like it doesn't really matter because I mean it's all about marketing that's all it is Just
1: marketing yeah. yourself as a band wherever the, you are. the internet has definitely made it infinitely easier just to be anywhere yeah. my like thing with going out to LA was I'd always wanted to live there you know as a kid like right. being a big like a Kobe Bryant fan and uh, and watching you know shows like the OC I was like I became like really like infatuated with just Southern California So that was part of it, too. And I also figured, like, well, you know, if I'm taking this band idea out there, it's probably going to be a lot easier to find like-minded musicians who would be interested in doing this. That was really the original goal. It wasn't so much like, you know, oh, i got to get out to Los Angeles because that's the best way to try to make it. It was more like it was something I wanted to do, and I thought, yeah, I'll be able to find a lot of people who are, you know, would want to do this a similar thing.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you guys are probably also like not too far from Nashville as well. Like what? Like uh probably like six hours.
1: Five. Five. Uh, six hours. About eight. My my wife and I actually actually went there last year for an anniversary trip. So it's it's about an eight hour drive. So it's not horrible. Yeah. Depends on how fast you drive. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do live a little further north of Columbus now, so I guess if we're talking yeah. from
0: Columbus, yeah, it's probably a seven-hour drive. I would say, yeah. So I mean, if you ever <clears throat> if you ever need to hit the big town, as far as the big town close to you guys, I feel like that's not too bad. But I don't know. Yeah, Nashville is really cool. I liked it a lot down there. The fastest growing city in America, probably. I don't even know. That's what they. I've Especially... heard
1: Nashville
2: Nashville's better if you want to like kind of make it more so in the industry than LA now.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot yeah, even a lot of the big rock and metal bands are living there. You know, mm-hmm. like kind of like Foo Fighters are there, Megadeth's there, you know uh Whitechapel's from there, you know, uh Hailstorm I think lives there now. Like it just seems like it's it's uh, become kind of the new hub of music.
0: Yeah, yeah it's more definitely... so than just country. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely shifted from wherever it was, New York or LA, to there now. Yeah. So at least you're not far. If you ever need to go, throw down. But um place we'd like to go to. Yeah. I figure you probably want to talk about uh, your latest song though, right? Hero part two. Yeah. Sure.
1: Might not be a bad idea. <laughs> it's usually usually yeah. pertinent. So that, that song came out uh July sixteenth and um it's a it's a really fun song. It's definitely like our heaviest and most like aggressive song, which is such a cliched thing to say, I think, anymore in music, but at least in our sense, like I think it's it's valid. Yeah. Um it was really cool. When we recorded the first song called Hero, we released that in February of I think twenty nineteen. And it was uh, a song that Matt and I had 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 written and we we called the demo name Hero because when I was showing him the song, he had mentioned that the original drum intro sounded a lot like uh, my hero from the Foo Fighters. Yeah. So I was like, we're really bad at coming up with demo names. I was like, We'll just call it Hero because then I'll know exactly what it is. Yeah. And so we, you know, we go through, we write the song and then as we bring on everybody else over time. You know our other guitar player aaron was like oh there's this melody you play in the chorus on the guitar it sounds like the guitar singing the word hero so when our original vocalist got on board aaron was like hey listen like you can write whatever you want but like it's got to be called hero and so sergio had found this like thing on amazon prime video that was like uh it was like a like these little short documentary things explaining like folklore tales and stuff so they found this one um, it's like an Irish folklore uh, by a guy by the name of Michael Clary and he's got a wife named Bridget and I I could be wrong on this so don't quote me 100% but I believe that they're, in Irish folklore they believe in what's called changeling fairies which are like these little fairies that will possess somebody but not like in a demonic sense but yeah. they like you don't like physically change your form you don't any different or anything like that Um, But if, like, I guess if you don't catch it in time or become unpossessed or whatever you'd want to call it, I guess eventually you kind of turn and then you're, like, done. You know? Um, And so in the story, his wife is sick and he believes that she's been possessed. So, like, instead of getting her medicine or whatever, letting her see a doctor, like, he gets people family people in their village or whatever and they try to basically like get these like fairies out of her and (laughs) and it turns into they believe that she's a witch and they eventually torture her, beat her and they burn her alive so the first song was written from metal yeah yeah it was a really cool (laughs) story and uh so the first one's written from the perspective of the husband and we called it hero or we kept it called that because like in his mind he was like saving her you know it was being a hero to her and inevitably he kills her and they you yeah. know so they burn her alive so when we recorded that I remember talking to everybody I was like this would be a really cool like part two where we sort of write the song from like the opposite perspective and um so it was something that was always in the back of our mind and um we just kind of worked on other things and eventually like, the song started to manifest but because it's told from her perspective this time, you know, she's be, she's sick, she's being hunted and yeah. tortured and beat and killed. And we were like, we can be way more aggressive with the song and do a lot of other stuff. So, um, you know, like our vocalist, Chad, definitely reached into more of the deathcore area for vocals. And we do like a pitch shifted breakdown that, you know, which is something that we hadn't done before. And it's just it's a little bit more, you know, dissonant sounding and just uh, aggressive in general. And uh, but yet super melodic, and it's got a lot of callbacks to the first one, nice. including like a super direct callback at the end of the song. Uh, so it's a it's a fun one. I'm not sure what you know Matt wants to add, but if he can add anything, he's if he can, yeah. And you get the you get the exclamation point again, Matt. I don't think he's got great
0: <laughs> service or something.
1: Man, maybe not. <laughs> um. Uh, oh no, he's back. Hold on. There you are. But I like iPhone, like all of a sudden just said
2: temperature, low. And I was like, my phone's not even hot, but alright, we're gonna sit in there.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I guess it looks like you guys do have uh, a show this week, right? Um coming up yeah. on what's it? There we go. Friday maybe.
1: Yeah, Friday we're playing actually at the King of Clubs. Um this will be our fourth time there, but we're playing um with uh, Crash Karma. Who uh, is currently on tour, and then um, Silver Tongue and uh, Artifice, and then there's a, another Columbus area band called I think it's pronounced Baba Choco. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong on that, but um, it's them as well. So it'll be a fun show. Um, the Artifice band we uh, we know um, their drummer. You know, we had talked to at one point about potential drumming for us. They're actually from Nashville, I think. Uh, so, but uh, they've been on the road for a little bit here. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's always a great venue, you know, um, overall. So if anybody's in, you know, Ohio, or especially the Central Ohio yeah. spot, if you haven't been there before, I mean, come out this Friday. This is a, they call it a low-dose show. So the tickets are only $10 for this one. Nice. Um. So, and it's such a legit venue. They've got uh they got you know full service bars they got food they've got vip yeah. areas all kinds of things i mean it's a it's an awesome place
0: oh yeah you guys get your own green room
1: <laughs> yeah yeah actually we do uh they have two there's one specifically for like the headlining band yeah. that you know if the band is cool with it like it's open up to everybody uh yeah. but there's also another one for the supporting bands so and you know they'd bring you like we played um uh, back in August, we were there, and they did the first of what they call the new music movement. So it's a lot of like regional bands coming through, and um, and we nice. got to use both green rooms for that. But they, you know, keep bringing drinks, and they keep bringing you know pizzas and different things, and it's all you know all on the house for the artists. So they they treat everybody there, especially the bands, they treat everybody really well. Yeah, that's awesome. Matt, you wanna? add about hero part two third time oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um yeah it was the same.
2: i was saying like cole said like, i think is outside of it being one of the heavier ones or the heaviest one that we've done i think musically uh melodically um it definitely kind of separates itself from everything else that we have but in a really good way and we got really experimental with this one too especially during, like the bridge part because uh, we've never really done anything like that before Uh, And I think, again, it just kind of stands out from really anything else that you really hear in that genre, uh, apparently.
0: Are you guys, like, consciously maybe not trying to do what you've done before? Like, given that, maybe... I think we always...
2: Yeah, because we always try to, like, approach each song as if it's... I almost say like, our last, but, like, something that's completely different. And we'll try things from 10, 12 different angles until we land on something. Um, yeah. and, what, and then we always try to uh, ask each other, too. Like we value everybody's opinions um, and ideas um, equally. So if somebody has an idea, like Cole has always said, even though he's the primary songwriter, he'll say, yeah, let's try it. And if it, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um yeah. okay, we'll move on to something else.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, for me... Um being the, being the main songwriter, like I always try to do different things. Cause I'll get inspired by a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. not just, not just bands that I love and, and stuff, but I'll hear a song or I'll hear something. I'm like, Hey, that was really cool. And it might give me an idea or whatever. But, um, so we'll always try to do different things, but at the same time, like there will be elements I think that are always going to be there, you know, because that's just how i am as a writer and and as a guitar player in general so um you know it but it's fun because you know you can you can do those things that you might see from song to song but yet you have like the opportunity to try a bunch of new stuff and you know kind of meld them together you know not necessarily falling like yeah. into like a comfort zone and being like well you know we we definitely can write this kind of a song so if it's your bread and butter like I think some people might go back to it a lot and uh, that's something that we try not to do so try to make everything you know us but everything different and stands out from you know another song of ours that you might listen to
0: yeah I was just a little curious I guess given the you know the Little bit of success, if you will, of uh, uh, the mellower stuff. If if going back to the uh, harder stuff is like a conscious choice or not, like I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you always want to try. Like, I know it's not everybody's goal to like, hey, we're going to be a band because we want to be famous. You know, if that's yeah. if that's your primary goal, I think it's going to be a, a a very rough time getting there but i think it should be like a background goal and mm. you know it's just about trying to write you know we're not writing like a niche genre we're not doing like you know uh like a weird subgenre of black metal or something yeah. where it's like most people are probably not going to enjoy it so we definitely try to appeal to as many people as possible because that's the way that you can grow. But I think you can do it in a way where you're still true to what you're doing, um, you know, and, and still trying to like gain the attention of just as many people as you can.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of my general, I don't know, low down on asking people questions on whatever they're up to and trying to get a feel for, you know some of your guys history and background and everything like mm-hmm. that is there anything i didn't really like touch on that you're working on or that just i don't know something you felt like is happening I mean, we we do have uh we've got a handful of like
1: unannounced shows actually we just announced a new one like uh about at noon today nice. um but we've got some stuff in october that's coming uh, up uh we're doing a a show with uh the clothing brand a clothing who Mm. if you go to like the big you know rock festivals you know you'll see them there um they're doing a halloween bash up in cleveland that we're going to do um we get a unannounced stuff for like i said west virginia and uh we're going to akron with as part of our management label doing a kind of a festival thing and then um we've got some stuff coming up like in November and, and different things. So, you know, we're trying to do that stuff and just, uh, keep it going. But we already have, you know, what is our next song is, uh, it's been recorded. We're just, you know, going through the yeah. mixing and mastering process. And we'll be shooting a video for that, um, as well. And, uh, and then, yeah, you know, just, you know, always trying to do, you know, we're you know, always working on new stuff and, um, you know, promotion and playing shows, and you know, making new contacts and new friends and things like that. So, yeah, um, and just always staying busy.
0: Essentially, who did uh, your lyric videos? By the way,
1: my sister actually. Um, nice. The, uh, there's only one that she didn't do. That was for the very first um, release of "Leaving Behind," uh, which was like the when we did it with the old producer we worked with. Um, we had hired a guy off of Fiverr for that one. And, mm-hmm. uh, we also hired a guy off of Fiverr for the lyric okay. video to sleep list, okay. but all the other lyric videos, all the just streaming videos, like those have been her. Nice.
0: Yes. Yeah. Look good.
1: Yeah. She it's, it's great to have, you know, um, her in there, you know, she helped a lot with a lot of our artwork. Like Matt does our artwork. And mm-hmm. for a long time, it was a collaboration between the two because he would draw it. She would make it digital. Uh, and uh, yeah. now, you know, he's up, upgraded his stuff and now he's just able to do it all in-house himself. So it's always fun. Yeah, for sure. The less you can outsource, definitely the better. Yeah. Yeah. And I could just be like, no, that looks awful. Let's do this huh. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happened happened one the ones. And, but he comes up with a lot, a lot of really cool ideas. And um, we're kind of like, we're not working on like a rebrand in a way. We're um, just like starting to experiment refresh. now. Yeah. A refresh, yeah. We're starting to experiment with a lot of different uh, reimaginings of logos and, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. And merch and different things. So um, it's kind of a, it's something that, you know, um, we'll probably have fully, I would think uh, up and running by the end of the year, but it'll be like little pieces here and there that'll be kind of coming out. Um, so that's always fun too, to
0: kind of, yeah, you know, change up some things a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like I said, um, hopefully I'll get out your way. One of these days I've been trying to get a show here in Columbus or Cleveland for a while now. So, um, it's always good on my end to get more contacts, figure out what the hell's going on out there. Yeah, And um, we can
1: definitely, you know, you know, we can point you in the right direction, especially as far as uh, Columbus
0: is concerned. So, yeah, like I said, yeah. it sounds—I've heard nothing but good things. So people like to, people like to throw down is what I've heard. So yeah, that's all, yeah that's all we're that's looking for. Very true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like uh, yeah, we we're, we're wanting to come out to Baltimore. You know, as far as as expanding goes. And uh, there's a festival that happened. I saw it this year. I can't think of what it was called. I think it was back in April. Uh, I remember the flyer was, like, green. I believe green yeah. and purple. But there was uh, a band from Columbus that we know that was on it. And then actually a band that I know from West Virginia was on it. Uh, I want to say it was in April. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. But it was cool. definitely in
0: Baltimore. So... Yeah, we we try to do our annual fest uh for the podcast in June. And I did have oh, nice. that one band, Wake Magnolia, um from Ohio. They made it. Oh, cool. Um, we try to get like Let's check. try to get like I don't know, 14, 15 bands. We just have a big day of it. Everybody who's been on the pod. This and then... one was a.
1: Uh... I can find it. I gotta make on my computer. Um, this one was definitely it was like a weekend thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um but uh yeah no those those sorts of things are always cool. Like we're trying to always uh ah, here it is. I- explicit content. Hmm. Uh Born uh, it was a it was a clothing brand. It looked like Born Dead clothing. Uh but it said it was uh at the PBR and Angels Rock Bar in Baltimore.
0: Okay. Yep. We're actually playing Angels in a couple of weeks. So
1: Oh nice. Yeah, I never never heard of it, but like I said, I knew two bands who uh who got on it. And I started looking at would be like a cool place to go to. So luckily we have yeah. a manager now to help us with all this stuff.
0: <laughs> Good old Kevin. Yeah. Now definitely let me know. If you guys want to play here sometime We can definitely work that yeah. out. Um either with uh, the fest that we do or I just can tell you who to talk to. So, I mean, we're always down to do a festival. So.
1: Yeah. Those are always the, I feel like those are always the most fun, you know, festivals are yeah. so fun. Plus yeah. you get to meet so many other bands and just people in general. It's like a great, like way just to make new friends and everything. And, you know, listen to a bunch of, you know, great music and stuff. So.
0: yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do two a year. This this one, this year is only the Baltimore one, but last year we did a Pennsylvania one. But ideally I want to do one here every year and then one in another state. And Ohio and West Virginia are very high on my list. So, okay. Um, hopefully it can make that happen down the road. Generally, I just need a venue. Uh, it right. doesn't have to be a venue, but has, the venues that work best are ones with an indoor and an outdoor stage or something like that where you can just keep them... Uh, keep the bands rotating, you know, just the two right. stage operation or one gigantic stage and then just only use half the stage at a time.
1: But yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, we, you know, like I said, I mean, we can help you out in any way,
1: you know, just reach out, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll so. love to help you. And uh, yeah, we'd love to
0: be a part of any of that stuff. You'd, you'd be interested in having us on. So definitely it should. Be. Yeah. So if you come across any venues and your travels like that, definitely. Let yeah, for sure. West Virginia, Morgantown, whatever. I'll uh, um, I'll give your email to our uh, our
1: manager also, and uh, you know that because he's even got he's got way more connections all throughout the Midwest. So nice, you know, if you're he would be an even better person to talk to.
0: Right on. Well, I guess um, yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you, gentlemen. Thanks for taking yeah. the time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I would plug like where everybody can find us if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it.
1: Um, so you can find us all across social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram is just official faith and failure. Um, Twitter and TikTok are just faith and failure. And then we're across all your streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple music, Amazon music, iTunes, whatever you use. Um, we're pretty much on everything. Uh, you can find us on YouTube on our channel, which is official faith and failure, or. We also partner with another channel called Space Untravel, which they host all of our music as well. Um, and yeah, you know, if, uh, anybody's going to check us out for the first time, first off, thank you. And secondly, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, like, let us know. You know, we always enjoy like hearing feedback from everybody. We always respond to messages and comments. And, um, you know, just so, yeah, just always like to throw that out there. Um, oh, uh, our website also, we, it's just faithandfailure.com, and uh, you can actually, there's a link to our uh, online merch store, so uh, which uh, is a full-service one, and nice. uh, we've got some new designs coming up here in the next couple of weeks, actually, so um, they're all made to order, we ship
0: all across the country, so you can check that stuff out as well. Sick. Uh, yeah, I slapped one of your tunes on our, on the playlist I keep running for all the podcast guests. Oh, yeah, I see. And, it. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. No problem. And if you wouldn't mind sending me a wave of uh whatever song or songs you want on this episode. Okay. Uh, how many do you want? Uh, I usually do like <laughs> two. Okay. I assume usually um, people want the new one on there and then...
1: Yeah, like, I'll send you here or two, um... um I don't know is there
0: I'd probably do sleepless
1: sleepless okay yeah I was gonna say I can uh if yeah you could pick the other one that you want so yeah I'll send you you want waves you said
0: well, whatever you got mp3 just a
1: file okay um I'll just send you waves it, I'll it'll send a, it'll be a google drive link if that works works for me cool well, and then if it doesn't for some reason I can always just send an mp3
0: nice so well yeah like i said uh good talking to you guys hopefully um I'll, i try to release these things on tuesdays so once i get yeah. done playing this happy hour gig i gotta go to then i might be able to edit this up real quick and get it fired out on the airwaves right away
1: cool cool so. yeah just uh whenever you get it up just uh tag us and we'll share it around to do our Sick. all of our uh, all that stuff on our end as well Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. All right, man. I'll get you the uh, emails. I'll send you the songs and everything here in like the next 15 minutes. So, radical.
0: All right, guys. Well, hopefully, uh, cross paths or see each other again. hopefully. Obviously, be in touch. Obviously, uh, yeah, you don't have to do like, you know, one and done. Like, sometime down the road, if you got more shit coming out, you can always hit me up.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I got your email saved and everything. So, and uh, like I said, I'll give you, I'll give your email to our manager. So we'll have, we'll have some ways to get a hold of you.
0: Definitely would love to do it again. Yeah. Cool, guys. We'll have a good rest of cool. your afternoon. And-
1: yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anything. You, you too. Yep. See ya.
0: So, yeah, thanks to Cody and Matt for coming on. And thanks to you for listening. Uh, the song you in the background in its entirety is called Sleepless. <laughs> See you next week.